Welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. Therapy and Color is an online mental health directory that is helping hundreds of minorities. And it's a community where people of color can come together, learn from one another, and heal together to remove the stigma associated with mental health. I have joining me today, Ashley Bryant, psychotherapist, who is the founder of Therapy and Color, and she's going to tell us more about it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Now, um, first, give us a little bit of your background. Um, what inspired you to go into psychotherapy? So what started, um, what inspired me to go into psychotherapy was really um, dealing with some of my own life experiences. I lost my mom at an early age on my 17th birthday. And so after that, I started dealing with a lot of depression, uh, suicidal ideation. And so that's when I um, had my first experience with therapy and going to see a therapist. And so um, with my experience with, with therapy, I realized that there was not a lot of therapists that looked like me. And it was, I was experiencing difficulties with relating to a therapist. And so I started to get into a sort of therapy because there was the, the saying of be the change you want to see. And so in order for um, in order for me to be able to help other people, obviously once I've gone through and done my own healing, I wanted to be able to give um, that to other people as well. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing your journey with us. And just know you're not alone in that. Um, I kind of have a, a parallel um, situation as yours. I lost my mother at the age of 15, so I definitely know what you're speaking of. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have um, any resources or access to therapy at that time, which I know definitely would have been um, helpful in some form or fashion. So I really do appreciate you creating this community. Now, um, let's talk about it a little more. Um, Therapy in Color, give us a little background on it and, and what it's all about. So, excuse me. So Therapy in Color is um, it's created to help connect black, black Indigenous people of color with therapists of color. And so what um, Therapy in Color is all about is there is a lot of stigma among communities of color when it comes to seeking therapy. And also there can be difficulties with finding someone that you can relate to, that understands you. And so um, that's essentially why I created Therapy in Color, is to one, help um, eliminate the stigma associated with people of color seeking therapy, and also with um, being able to find someone that you can just relate to. Absolutely, and it's definitely important during these times that we're living in. Now, um, let's talk about that a little bit more. Um, there are a lot of myths, as you said, that surround um, people of color in overcoming trauma. You know, we are, look, especially um, African-American women, we're always looked at as the strong ones, and, and we, you know, are survivors and um, can persevere. Tell us a little bit about 
um, why it's important that we dismantle those myths, especially those myths regarding African-American women and mental health. Um, so that's very important. And when we look at, so when we look at people of color, and just if we were to just look at black people, black Americans are 20% more likely to experience mental health problems when we compare them to the general population. And um, another statistic says 63% of black Americans think that a mental health condition is a sign of personal weakness. And so it's very important for us to um, really highlight the um, importance of mental health and how um, seeking mental health treatment is not a sign of weakness. And there's several of us who are dealing with mental health challenges, but we don't have to deal with it alone. I think culturally um, and historically, we have gotten used to um, dealing with trauma, dealing with situations on our own as a sign of resiliency, but um, we can still be resilient and still reach out and get the assistance that we need. Indeed. Now, um, therapy in color is definitely important because we know that um, there are different things that are stressors um, for people of color that may not affect other communities. So um, tell us a little bit more about what you've discovered um, during your time as a psychotherapist in regards to um, that difference. Yes, um, there's a lot of differences. And the one um, big difference right now that everyone's talking about is, you know, racial trauma. Racial trauma is um, a, a thing that people of color deal with, and so um, it's even more important to be connected with someone who is um, culturally aware and culturally competent, who understands the effects that racial, racial trauma has. Um, and there's also disparity in healthcare. We see that in mental um, health as well, um, which are some of the other um, um, differences when working with um, people of color versus the general population that we have to deal with. Indeed, for sure. Now, um, in, in addition to therapy in color, um, when it comes to resources for people who are dealing with things right now and, you know, as you said, they really don't know where to turn, um, what's some advice that you would have for people just on a day-to-day -day basis to um, safeguard their mental health during these unprecedented times? Absolutely. So one of the things that I encourage um, individuals to do is um, I know that we're in a time where we, everyone is social distancing. And so just keep in mind that social distance is physical distance. It's not um, where you don't have communication with the people that love and care about you. So you really want to make sure that you keep in communication um, so that loneliness and isolation doesn't fit in. Journaling is also a really good tool to utilize to be able to get your thoughts and your feelings out. Any other type of mindfulness exercise like um, yoga, stretching, things like that to kind of bring you back to um, bring you back to the present, um, meditation, prayer, um, anything that's going to help bring you back to the present um, to where you're not focusing on the things in which you can't control. 
I love that you mentioned those tips because sometimes it can get lost, especially now. Um, information is changing every day about what we can do, what we can't do. And so it's important for people to know that there are still things that you can do, you know, even as the information and the guidelines change, that um, we can still do to safeguard our mental health and, and keep us mentally um, stable. Now, um, also, I want to ask you your expert advice for people who, um, as you said, you know, they may be nervous about seeking out therapy. They need it, but they're scared or, you know, they're afraid of the stigma surrounding it. What advice do you have for people who um, want to seek out therapy or have already found someone and they're going to see a therapist for the first time? So one of the things I really encourage people to do is do your homework on the therapist that you're going to see to make sure that it's going to be um, a good fit. And so you want to make sure that whatever issues that you are um, wanting to navigate through in therapy, that the therapist has the skills and experience to help you with that particular issue. Um, another thing that I tell people to do is tell a close friend or close family member that you're going to therapy. I think a lot of times whenever we go to therapy, it's that initial anxiety. And so sometimes even before you get um, in the door, you're like, oh, my goodness, I think I should cancel. But if you tell someone that you love and that you trust that you're going, it's sort of like a bit of piece of um, accountability to keep you from backing out at the last minute. Because it's nerve-wracking for all of us. Absolutely. And um, what's a checklist that people should take with them when they go into that first therapy session? Is there, um, do you advise maybe keeping notes of, of things they want to discuss to, you know, kind of ease their, their tensions about being in that first meeting? Or um, what's, some, what's some things that they definitely should do in that first meeting with the therapist? Yes, taking notes is a really good, um, a really good idea. Uh, whatever questions that you have that you're thinking about before you go to therapy, write them down because it never fails that when you get there, you forget those questions. And so you want to ask your therapist about their experience. Um, you want to ask them about um, their background, um, about their approach to treatment. And you also want to make sure that you're thinking about your goals. I always ask my clients at the end of this, when you're walking away from therapy, what do you want to have achieved to where you can look back and say, you know what, this was worth it. Absolutely. We know there's a lot of um, nervousness that goes into those meetings. Um, I can attest to that firsthand. I try to set up therapy sessions, and each time I would go in, I would freeze up automatically yeah. and totally forget <laughs> um, the, the minor the minor points um, the major points that I wanted to address in those meetings and so I'm glad that you shared those tips with us because that's very important to um, to make sure that you you know stay on task when you're in the meeting so that way you can get the help that you need now um, this is a kind of a little off the beaten path a little bit but um, the whole purpose and the reason behind you creating Therapy in Color is, as you said, you didn't see uh, many people that looked like you in that field of psychotherapy. Um, what advice would you give to 
um, a young person, especially um, African-American um, youth right now, whether it be um, high school, college, who may be interested in pursuing a career in psychotherapy or um, any form of psychology, what advice would you have for them? I would say, um, first and foremost, for anyone who's going into the field of um, psychotherapy or psychology is, I would say, do your own work first. Um, We want to make sure that we are in a position to help other people heal, and we can't do that if we haven't healed ourselves. So start with doing your own work first, and then getting with a good mentor who is in the field to kind of help you um, navigate the processes and navigate the steps. Um, that it takes in order to be a psychotherapist or get into the field of counseling and psychology. Because, yes, because it's absolutely needed um, now, right? Um, has Have you seen a change or an increase in African-American psychotherapists um, since you started? I have, actually. It does seem like more um, black indigenous people of color are becoming therapists as the stigma around therapy is um, being dismantled. So not only are we seeing more black indigenous people of color seeking therapy, but we're also seeing them um, becoming the practitioners as well. I love that. I love that. And now, and I'm glad that you put that out there because in addition to Um, therapy and color now we're seeing this increase that you mentioned so that way we can be sure you know that we get someone who understands our needs and and things that we're going through and above all someone that we feel comfortable with Um, that's very important as well so thank you for sharing that now um, let us know um, Ashley where can people go to access therapy and color um, the online community, as well as to connect with you across social media. Absolutely. So um, you can find the therapist at therapyandcolor.org. We are all over the U.S. and in Canada. And so um, you can browse therapists on our website. If you get on there and you are having difficulties with um, finding the therapist, send us a message and someone will um, send you a message back to assist you as well. If you want to get in touch with me, you can follow me at therapyandcolor underscore. And um, also, um, and that's on Instagram. Also on Instagram at Ashton Bryant LPC. And on Facebook um, at, at therapyandcolor and at Ashley Bryant LPC. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And um, I want everyone to know, be sure to connect with Ashley across social media and definitely visit the website therapyincolor.org. As she said, they are across the United States as well as Canada. They can help connect you with someone in your local area. Um, It's an actual mental health directory. So you can go there and find exactly what you need in the area that you live in that is um, set up just for you. So that's wonderful. It's therapyincolor.org. Also be sure to connect with Ashley on Instagram at therapyincolor underscore. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ashley. It's been a pleasure. And thank you so much Mm -hmm. for creating that community. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me and talking about this much needed issue. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Faith, Health, and Home digital podcast. For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.